Welcome to the Thousand Greens podcast. I'm your host, Love Goel. Thousand Greens is the social network for members of private golf clubs seeking camaraderie through golf. Golf anywhere, friends everywhere. Today, my guest is Izzy Dowood. Izzy signed up to be the very first Founders Club member when the program launched. When I asked Izzy to describe himself, he passed on the usual, what do you do and where are you from spiel and said, I have a unique name that people don't forget and I'm the guy that everyone knows but no one's ever actually met. He's lived all over the U.S. without ever buying a home and instead appears to have collected a number of wonderful golf clubs. Welcome to the show, Izzy. Glad to be here, love. Glad we can make this happen. Just talking a little bit about Thousand Greens and, and about you, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Oh, wow. How much time do we have? Um, well, given that we have that just enough time to make sure people don't fall asleep, a little bit about myself. Uh, have did not live in this country, but born and raised elsewhere, and took up this fun game of golf right after college because I started working for a bank and everybody around me played golf. I looked at the game and said, how tough can this be? Nobody's trying to hurt me. Nobody's hitting anything at me. And here we are, uh, 28 years later, still trying to figure out why the ball doesn't go straight. Uh, <laughs> but that's where this journey started. Uh, who I am, um, I live in Charlotte. I uh, have three boys now, uh, 23, 20, and 21, and 18, who are all golfers of varying degrees of skill. Uh, but I figured out very early in life that to spend time with dad, uh, they got to be in a foursome. So so we kind of made that happen. And and supported by a wonderful, uh, loving wife, Marsha, who you know allows me to play more than I should uh, and probably keeps me from playing less than I want. Uh, so she's kind of figured out the whole balance. Uh, outside of that, outside of the game of golf, which I dearly, dearly love, is um, is a love for wine, uh, a love for you know being uh, focused on, on my work, which I work from all around the country. And third, love the fact that I go to sleep at nine o'clock uh, and made fun of all the time, and I'm perfectly fine with, it, with that as well. Well, okay, so I'm very jealous of your 9 p.m. bedtime, having uh, twin one-year-old daughters myself, but we, we can talk about that one a little bit later. Uh, so you mentioned wine. How, how did you get into wine? Tell us a little bit about that uh, uh, vice of yours, I'll call it. Yeah, I, I call it a vice. So this is like everything in, in life, it starts really small. So uh, I was going through a divorce. I started dating Marsha. Uh, she's not a golfer. Um, she's into yoga, fitness and things like that, healthy eating. And I was into basically golfing and working and making sure my three kids were growing up. But the one common thing we had was we enjoyed dinners together and opening a bottle of wine. Well, it all started with, uh, I'll give a shout out to a little website called WTSO.com, wine still sold out, where you can order four bottles of wine and with free shipping. And we start off buying 15, $20 bottles of wine just to try different things. You know, open a bottle, you know, a couple of nights a week. Uh, next thing you know, the $20 a bottle went to $40 a bottle. They went to $60 a bottle. Next thing you know, we're taking trips to Napa instead of Vegas. Next thing you know, we belong to uh, wine clubs that, that were great when we got there, but we went and got the shipment. It tasted awful. Um, boom, boom, boom. Literally 13 years later, uh, what has tra transpired is we eventually got married in Napa. Uh, we... We love going there every year. And now we own eight years worth of wine. <laughs> Izzy, I get I get the sense you're not the kind of guy that does anything small. 
Uh, but you always start small. There's there never a goal, but it just kind of happened. Okay, well, uh, you know, it's a perfect segue. Let's let's talk golf then. How did you get into the game of golf? You mentioned work uh, starting out as, as a bank, but I want to hear the full story. Yeah, so, you know, going back to like, uh, so I worked for a bank in New Jersey and, you know, go back 30, 40, 50 years. If you were a broker, you went out and had drinks with all your friends after work, what have you. Well, the group that I worked with, they all golfed. And they all golf local uh, courses and never played. So I literally went to a flea market. A shout out to Green Dragon in uh, Ephrata, Pennsylvania. Uh, bought a set of golf clubs for $10 and started playing. How, how tough can this game be? Well, uh, I tried to self-teach myself for the first eight years. No, sorry, not first eight years. Yeah, first eight years. Till I realized I really needed lessons. I took a little break in the middle when the kids were born. Love you know about that. But, but I took a little, uh, about a five-year hiatus uh, when all three boys were born, but then got back into it and decided, okay, I'm spending a lot of time at golf, playing public courses, move from the top flights to the uh, strata baladas, you know, So because I, I was getting better shooting like in the high 80s, low 90s. Uh, but I said, you know, to get better, I got to go uh, take lessons of, Finally took my first lesson in 2002. And the guy looked at me and says, we have a lot of work to do. I'm like, what do you mean? Well, you said you want to be a scratch golfer. I'm like, yeah. He's like, well, I'm going to give you a single bit of advice uh, every other week. And we'll have to work together for six months. I'm like, oh. And so that was a journey, I'd say, uh, how not only started golf, but golf evolved. Uh, keep fast forwarding, um, you know, got lucky enough to be invited to join a club around 15 years ago, the first club I ever joined, and the rest is history. Then it just became an escape from, uh, you know, from all the stresses of life, you know, five, five hours where you're with your friends by yourself. Uh, and then came the third chapter, which is where it really accelerated. Like you said, you know, you start small, you start Muni, you join your first club, and then it accelerates. So from 2015 till 2022, uh, I lived in five different cities. I lived in New York, lived in Dallas, lived in San Francisco, and now in Charlotte. Uh, and everywhere we moved, we we never we always rented. We got an apartment, but always found a golf club to join. And you know what the best thing was? Is that once you write that check, you feel like you have this commitment to stay on there. And then they start calling you a national member, and I feel so good about that, right? So as a result, I have a lot of national memberships from the cities I lived in. So every time there's an excuse to travel for a weekend that Marsha wants to go to, I'm like, oh, yeah, we'll go. Oh, and by the way, can can we stay extra two days and so I can play golf with my buddies over the weekend? That's great. That's great. All right. So now now we're in uh, now we're in 2022. Tell us uh, what's it like to to play around the golf with Izzy, uh, the now scratch golfer. In <laughs> what, what's that like? Um, I would say uh, I don't. There, there are two requirements I have if you play golf with me. It's it's really simple. Well, actually, I'll make it three because uh, the third one's just as important. You have to play fast. You have to have an official handicap, and you got to have a Venmo account. <laughs> you know, squares uh, with my experience of playing with you. <laughs> those are the only three requirements. If you can do that, I will play with anybody anywhere. Uh, and then, all, like all of us uh, who really love the game, don't take it too seriously. Um, I've been lucky enough to play with, like, you know, good players, bad players, unbelievable players. And the one thing in common is 
they just enjoy the people they're around. It's it's the game that brings it together. Uh, just like uh, I love your your South Asian by uh, background, so am I. You know, our parents after dinners used to go for long walks with people they knew, right? They got together at the clubs, played cards, whatever it is. It's an event that brings people closer together. And, and I will say with my kids, it's it's brought us closer. It's a reason for us to get together. Golf is it for me. For for everybody needs to have something like that. That is a reason to bring friends together uh, for a day or two or three or even a few hours, because that's what keeps the the bonds together outside of you know zooms and phone calls and and text messages. Tell us tell us about a time where you've had as much fun as you've ever had playing golf. Yeah, the the easy answer is the most fun is the last round, right? <laughs> Yeah, that's a that's a really good question. I think the most fun I've ever had is when I've had my three boys together, especially more recently as they've gotten older and you know they're the third ones in college now. But just going out there and just literally not caring about what you shoot, but it's still a two-on-two match against the other two. And you really stop caring about your score. It's about okay, who won that hole? Let's go to the next hole. Yeah, it could be any, anywhere. Uh, taking my kids uh, more recently, again, they're older, to golf trips. I uh, did a, uh, with a group of uh, friends from all over Thousand Greens, actually. Went to Kohler. Uh, that was awesome. Uh, then went to Stream Song last year with one of the kids uh, as his, like, 21st birthday gift. Uh, that That's those are most uh, fun I've had. It, back to the golf is fun, but it's who you're with that makes it more fun. Okay, so let's, let's transition now. I wanted to talk to you a little bit about Thousand Greens. How did you hear about Thousand Greens? Literally heard about it uh, in COVID, uh, during COVID, when I was playing with one of my friends uh, at Lake Merced in uh, San Francisco. Talked about Thousand Greens. You know, again, we had a lot more time on social media back then because uh, we were you know, basically homebound for the most part. There was no travel. Uh, so I was interested, and guess what? It was a free sign-up. And who can say no to a free sign-up, right? Uh, and what I basically discovered was, wow, there are a lot more places and club and pe- clubs and people around that want to play at other places. And and what better way to to like give back to the world than to host people? So by giving this is an ability to host people who are in town or what have you and give them an experience. And hopefully you create an environment where they can do it for others as well. So the. Uh, the civic aspect of Thousand Greens is what really got me kind of like interested in the whole aspect of it. It's about the spirit of what you're trying to do is introduce more people to an incredible experience at a club that a you spend a lot of money at, but also you're very proud of and care about. Are there any experiences that being a member of TG has enabled for you that you wouldn't have had uh, otherwise? Yeah, love. That's a great question. Uh, like I mentioned, TG, you know, gives your community of people maybe like minds, like pursuits, clear love a game of golf. So very vividly, I remember summer of 2021, uh, we were still what a year out of COVID, uh, but all of a sudden the, the courses and resorts were opening up, right? So you could have trips and what have you. So uh, four of the guys I met through TG that have a similar, you know, tan line than I do. Uh, decided to do a little trip uh, over to Kohler. So we got five of us, but I was able to bring two of my oldest kids. One of them, Manny, brought his uh, son, Arjun, to it. And all of a sudden, it was like a family weekend with people uh, of like mind, like pursuit, completely different handicaps, all the way from zero to like, you know, 17, 
right? But we just had four incredible days. We went to Sand Valley, played Mammoth Dunes on Sand Valley. We down to Kohler, played Whistling Straits. So like five days of just a lot of fun. Basically, for me, with five people, I did not know a year before that. And that's what TG's meant to me. And we still to this day have great pictures uh, that we share and stay in touch. As a matter of fact, um, many of them were, were starting to do stuff together as well outside of it, which, and to give you, to put a finer point on it, uh, two of us are living in, uh, no, one of us living in San Francisco, one was in Atlanta, uh, two were in Jersey, and I was in Charlotte. So there's no other way we're getting together unless A, we're family, or we're on TG. So, so yeah, that was probably the most memorable experience. And so how exactly did TG enable that? Because I, I definitely understand, um, you know, meeting people that you wouldn't have met before, but I, I'm, I'm part of the same groups that you're talking about. Right. And I've never actually met almost any of the people in these groups. And, and I'm about to have a similar experience where uh, I'll meet several of the people from that group all at one time. So how is it that, these kinds of little side groups even form as, as in teaching? It's, it, it's, uh, it starts very, like, very innocently, like everything else. Uh, this side group started uh, by a couple of us playing online poker during COVID, which then, you know, we're completely stuck in our house and not doing anything else after 5 p.m. So we started doing these poker games, and somebody's always smart enough to figure out how you can do them and then settle up afterwards through Venmo. Next thing you know, hey, uh, just heard stream song is taking reservations hey bandits callers like oh cool we should do this some you know didn't go into any but some started like evolving like oh we got five guys can we get two more can we get three more and it just happened so it's one of those things that without that initial tg um kind of connection and then you through the tg chat rooms or chatting and people oh you live local oh let's get together let's have a drink or let's play cards online or let's play around the golf together too. Um, I've even heard stories where, hey, member guest partner dropped out. Can somebody, you know, join in? And that's how you don't realize, but that's how memories got created. So, so tell us about then, um, you know, maybe one or two of your your most favorite or memorable experiences through TG. I would say so. I'll give you, I'll give you one in particular. Then I'll I'll kind of. Uh, loosely create the facts for the second one. Uh, and the reason I say that is I am uh, I have hosted a lot of folks, Thousand Greens, but never asked to be hosted elsewhere. Back to, I belong to seven clubs, so if I'm going somewhere to play golf, that's like I, I really screwed something up at home because <laughs> if I'm not in my seven clubs, I, I, I shouldn't be elsewhere. So this was, this was very recently in May of 2022. Yeah, May of 2022. Uh, pure coincidence. I was going to be in New Jersey, uh, playing up at Canoe Brook. And then Tom, Tom DJ, Dejean, uh, Depeche Valor. And then, uh, we had a third that came and we basically played 18 holes at Canoe Brook. But the best thing about it was literally, uh, a week before through one of our social chats, somebody, Tom said, Hey, Izzy, I see your name on this chat. Were you talking about wine last year at the Canoebrook member guest? I'm like, yeah. He's like, I came up here and talked to him. I'm like, oh, I know you. And I had no idea we were part of Thousand Greens. And so that, so literally that just got us talking. And next thing you know, we we're playing at Canoebrook uh, last May. It was a great experience. 
Um, and the next one I'll talk about is going back all the way to August, I believe August of 2020, right in the middle of COVID, August or September, uh, when travel had just slowly started coming back. And Martin P. was visiting uh, San Francisco, Chicago, and said, hey, haven't traveled for a while, love the game of golf. And it was, uh, the reason I bring it up, it was my first time hosting. And I will say, having Martin out there playing with me, the sense of pride I got, hey, this is my club, we had a great day, you know, have a drink, uh, was just was just wonderful. It's like, it's like you know, um, introducing your kids to like, you know, your the rest of your family and say, it, it was just a wonderful, wonderful experience. Uh, yeah, I still remember that day. I think I have pictures from that day. That was my first hosting experience. What has TG meant to you uh, as a golfer and as as a as a person? Uh, I, what what TG's meant to me is the following. It's like like any other uh, membership. It's like uh, you have your group of folks that you meet, you learn a lot about, you create this virtual connection. Then we end up at Bally Neal in 2021, a bunch of us. But you create this virtual connection that eventually becomes more of a uh, a physical bond as well as you get to meet them. Uh, but what you real what TG's really meant, like in the world of golf, that you are getting perspectives from different uh, from different walks of life, but also from people you know, not just a mindless chat. Thing. This, these are people who love the game, who are engaged, who want to host or part of clubs, but will give you a perspective as well. Uh, that's what TG's meant to me. So if I have a question on just about anything, even life-related, and we, we have some friends who have gone through life challenges that were reached out on the side, but TG gives you that, hey, let me get a perspective of a third party who's not completely unknown, but can give me an unbiased opinion. TG has also allowed me to do is uh, run a side business. So remember how I'd, I have eight years worth of wine? So, so now their friends on TG who reach out and say, hey, can you sell me some wine? So it's kind of, <laughs> I'm trying to get that eight years down, you know, so I can uh, beef up my Venmo account. All right. We'll be sure to <laughs> direct people directly to you on all of the social media channels that we can find. <laughs> there you go. Izzy, thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate it. Thanks for asking me, and it was great to see you again and talk to you.